This is episode 17, MLB Wildcard Breakdown with Adam Bernstein. Good afternoon. Welcome to Flying in Sports. Before we fly around nationwide, talking about what's going on in the sports world. We are your hosts, Joey Polizzi. And Costas Cucunadas. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Flying in Sports underscore podcast. Welcome to our 17th episode. In this episode, we break down each MLB Wildcard game and our thoughts on some surprising teams that made the playoffs in 2020. Can the Miami Marlins really make a deep playoff run? Are the White Sox true contenders? All of this and a whole lot more on this week's episode. We bring in MLB fanatic and Yankees fan Adam Bernstein to break down each wildcard game. Welcome, Adam, to the show. What's up, guys? How are we doing? Let's get right down to it. So, Adam, you're the new guy to the show, so we're going to ask you first. We're going to start with the NL today. Sure. The one-seed Dodgers versus the eight-seed Brewers. What are some of your thoughts going to this series? Yeah, for sure. Um, how do you not like the L.A. Dodgers, honestly? They are the contenders to win it from the start. Um, first seed in not only the NL, but in all of baseball, in my opinion. You know, after the acquisition of Mookie Betts last offseason, this team is just unreal from top to bottom in the batting lineup, and their pitching is so deep. Um very well spread out depth and they have a great manager behind Dave Roberts. So, you know, I, I have them winning it all and uh, definitely going to be a good series between them and the Brewers. Yeah. So this is actually marks their first meeting this year and it's kind of tough to go against the Dodgers here against the Brewers. I mean, just look at starting pitching for them, Clayton Kershaw and Walker Bueller. This will mark Clayton Kershaw's 26th postseason start. And I don't think the Brewers have any chance in this series. I think the Dodgers win in two games. They got the lineup, they got the bats. They got the pitching. Dodgers really rolled them in the series. Costas, what do you think about yeah. the series? Yeah, no, this series is definitely going to end up with L.A. winning it. And as uh, Adam said, I have them also winning it. And uh, I'm also excited. And my prediction is I'll see uh, Dodgers, Cubs, and the NLCS. Hey, there we go. But, uh, yeah, the Brewers don't have much going for them this season. They struggled a lot this season. And Kitchen Yelch hasn't been what he's like what he's been in the past season. So I like for the Dodgers to roll them in two games because the best of three series. I like for the Dodgers to win in two games. Now I can go over to the two versus seven seed, the two Atlanta Braves versus the seven Cincinnati Reds. This is an interesting matchup here. We got the red hot Cincinnati Reds who have really won a lot of games lately. They're seven and three in their last 10 and they just have really played good ball and they're pitching behind them. And then the Braves, you know, Solid team. They're going to start Max Fried in game one, who's 7-0 with a 2-2-5 ERA this year. And then on the mound for the Reds, it's going to be Trevor Bauer, who's an NL Cy Young candidate. Adam, we'll start with you again. Who do you think comes out of this series? Well, this is one of those series that is going to go to five games, in my opinion, or my predictions. Cincinnati has been, like you mentioned, red hot. This is one of those seasons, and I think I mentioned to you guys before we started, that it really all depends on who gets hot at what time. Like you said, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter who's in the playoffs. Miami's in the playoffs. Toronto's in the playoffs. Cincinnati's in the playoffs with a seven seed. And I actually think that they can steal this uh, series away from Atlanta. And it'll be kind of like a March Madness upset. Um, Trevor Bauer, oh, Trevor Bauer has been uh, unreal this season, both in the media and on the mound. Um, and I think that he'll lead this team into the next round. Yeah, I mean, Trevor Bauer, man, 5-4 and four this year with a 1.73 ERA, 100 strikeouts, a .79 whip, which is runs, which is walks per hits per inning, and a batting average against of 1.59. That is just incredible. 
the only worrisome I have about Trevor Bauer's game is his postseason stats, okay? In the playoffs, he has 1-4 with a 3-8-1 ERA. And when I look at the playoffs, there's two things that I analyze here. I analyze pitching and playoff experience. And I think I want to go with the Braves, with the Reds here. I do. Luis Castillo in game two is going to be a great starter this year with 3-2-1 ERA. But I think the Braves and their experience in the playoffs is going to get them past the Reds here in round one. Kostas, what do you think? Yeah, I think also that uh, the Reds have a really good chance of winning this. Um, I think that they've had like one of the best rotations so far that we've seen in the bubble. And, um, you know, although they had some, you know, some struggles offensively, I think that Trevor Bauer and everyone else can uh, can help the Reds uh, beat the Braves in this game. So you guys both have the Reds winning the series? Yep. Do, wow, yeah. okay. It's, it's for sure going to be an interesting series. And we'll see how Ronald Acuna can, can stay hot because he's been hot as of late. And Allison Bover to the three-seed Chicago Cubs versus the six-seed Miami Marlins. And you guys remember the last time the Cubs played the Marlins in the playoffs? 2003 NLCS. And it's infamous fan interference. And interesting fact about that is Steve Bartman actually went to our high school, Costas, uh, Notre Dame College yep. Prep. So that's really interesting. But since then, the Cubs have not played the Marlins. The Marlins have not been back to the playoffs since that 2003 since they won in 2003. And the interesting thing about the Marlins is every season the Marlins have made the playoffs, they have won the World Series. So they haven't made it since 2003, but if they keep their streak going, they'll win another World Series. But is that the case here in 2020? Costas, do the Marlins have a shot in this series? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um, yeah, I know what the story says. You know, the two times they've gone to the postseason, they've won it. But uh... – no, I don't think so. I think the Cubs are just playing really good baseball right now. And, um, you know, although the Marlins didn't make the playoffs, this is like one of those round-robin things. So, um, no, I don't think so. I think the Cubs will uh, will win this season. Yeah, Adam, what do you think? Yeah, I 100% agree. First of all, I love that you mentioned Steve Bartman and the history behind this somewhat rivalry, even though they're in different divisions. Um, yeah. And the, just the fact that they're meeting up again in the playoffs um, – within the 2000s it's just fantastic but now i have the chicago cubs winning this honestly i think it might even be a clean sweep um miami started off kind of shaky with the covid19 positive tests um and they've been having a weird season um it's been interesting that they actually were able to land a spot and clinch a spot in the playoffs but i do have chicago winning the series yeah this Miami Marlins team was a team that finished worst record in major league last year and they've Proved that they can compete, and they they finished 31 and 29 this year. So you got to give props to them. You got to they really put together some great victories. They got Sterling Marte with they got the trade deadline. But come on, this is all Chicago Cubs. Chicago Cubs are gonna gonna win the first two games, and that's gonna be the end of the series. The two things I mentioned earlier was pitching and experience, and the Cubs have both of them. You Darvish has been tremendous this year. He's eight and three with a 2.01 ERA and 93 strikeouts. And Kyle Hendricks, who was six and five with a two eight eight ERA. Both of them have experience in the playoffs, and the Cubs rotation has a total of thirty-four stat starts within their starting rotation. The Miami Marlins have zero. They're gonna struggle in the playoffs. The Marlins the playoffs is a whole different experience. Cubs win in two games, and we're gonna move on now. I think this might be the most fascinating NL series so far. The four seed. San Diego Padres versus the five-seed St. Louis Cardinals. 
Okay, Adam, I'll start with you because we had conversations about this before. Are the San Diego Padres legit? I'm going to have to say, yes, they are legit. At the trade deadline, they have acquired, they acquired essentially almost what seemed like a new team. Um, they dealt a lot of pieces away, but they inquired so many pieces to this, uh, to this team. And looking at their depth chart, it's just such, it's so deep of a team. Um, St. Louis, the Cardinals, they're always a team that makes it into the playoffs, but they are a little bit older of a roster with 39-year-old Adam Wainwright, um, Albert, um, not Albert Pujols, but other guys like that, Carlos Martinez. The pitching has struggled a little bit. Jack Flaherty is one pitcher on the Cardinals to look out for. If he's starting in game one, I think they'll take game one, but I do see San Diego taking the rest of the series. Um, they have such a young team, and I just think that they can go all the way as well as the Dodgers. Yeah, Kostas? Yeah, um, I mean, St. Louis, obviously, um, you know, they've been good for a long, for a long time. But I don't think uh, – I think this year that the Padres are actually looking good. I think that, you know, everything that's come together for them pretty much offensively and pitching-wise. Um, and I think that, you know, they're one of those teams that's hot and that could, uh, you know, make a run for it. So, originally, I was going to pick, man, the Cardinals. They got the experience. I think they have the better pitching rotation with Jack Flaherty and Adam Wainwright. I know Adam Wainwright's up there in age, but – he pitched great in 2020, and he has pitched a total of 393 games. So he knows how to pitch. He knows the experience of the playoffs. This will be his 15th postseason start. But I think the Padres are just too good this year, man. They got uh, Dinelson LeMay, the pitcher, starting pitcher. He's 3-1 and one with a 209. And then they have Zach Davies, who was 7-4 and four with a 273 ERA. I know they don't have much playoff experience, but the Padres just – Fernando Tatis Jr., man, what a year he has had in the major league this year. Although he's batting 170 in his last 15 games, his start to the season was one of the best in history. He did finish the season with 17 home runs and 45 RBI. So I really like the Padres in this series. I wanted to go with the Cardinals, but I think the Padres just have an overall better roster, and I think the Padres win this game in three games, though. Now we're going to move over to the AL. You know, we have some surprising teams in here. We have the Rays as the number one seed, the Blue Jays slipping in as the eighth seed, the White Sox, surprise team as the seventh seed. We're going to first go with the one seed Rays versus the eight seed Blue Jays. The Rays currently own the season series four to three, and this is the only playoff matchup this year that, have, that these two teams have played against each other. So, Kosas, we'll start with you. Rays, Blue Jays, who do you like in the series? Well, this has got to be Tampa Bay right here, and um, I think Tampa Bay uh, can make the World Series really easily just because they've been playing so consistent, and, um, you know, they just um, they have the fire right now to, to win it all, and I think Tampa Bay is no match for the Blue Jays. Adam? Yeah, as much as I don't want to agree with that, being a diehard Yankee fan um, and Tampa Bay being part of the AL East, yeah, I mean – They've been playing so well and so consistently well. Um, they've definitely been giving the Yankees a hard time throughout the entire season or 60-game season. They're pitching another team that uh, has fantastic pitching. I'm starting to see more and more in the playoffs that the better starting pitching and the more deep of a bullpen you have, um, pitching as a whole, the better off you'll do. And, I mean, with Charlie Morton on this team, with Blake Snell, they're just so deep of a team. They have a lot of young pieces. Um on and off the field, they're hitting well. There's there's no doubt that they'll take this series against Toronto. Yeah, I, I got the race too. And I'm glad you mentioned that because 
I told you, pitching and experience in the playoffs is what gets you to the World Series. That is just what gets you there. And I know the Rays, they have some playoff experience, and their starting pitching is for sure better than the Blue Jays. And I think the Rays are just the better team here. There's no superstar players on the Rays. They're hitting they're a bunch of average hitters, you know. But I like what the Rays, what their message is in the, in the dugout, and I like this team a lot this year. I have the Rays winning this in three games, though I think the Blue Jays do steal a game from the Rays. But I like the Rays here in this series. Now I'll move over to the interesting series, the two-seed Oakland A's versus the four-seed Chicago White Sox. So, Kostas, before the season, you said the Chicago White Sox were bound to make a playoff appearance, and your prediction did come true here. We'll start with you here. Do the White Sox have a chance at beating the tough Oakland A's? Yeah, I think so. I mean, even though Oakland does look really good, and they played pretty good um, during the uh, extended season, um, I think the White Sox are just like, everyone's rooting for them, and I think they're just playing really good baseball right now, and Honestly, this could go this could go either way, and I'm gonna go with the White Sox on this one, even though I, they're not my favorite. Yeah, you team. love the White Sox, man. You're high on them. You're high on them this year. Well, this year, All right, Adam. What do you think? Well, I'm gonna actually agree with that. Um, both of these seven seeds, Cincinnati and Chicago, um, they have the potential to go far in the playoffs. Although they're uh, seven seed, I, I kind of look at this playoff bracket almost like March Madness, like I mentioned before. I see potentially an upset. Although Oakland is a very good team, Chicago got hot as of late in the season. And, you know, they've been playing really good baseball just on and off the field um, in the clubhouse. What they've been doing is great. It's kind of it's good because Chicago, the White Sox, they have a good mix of veteran players and younger players. Oakland is a dangerous team, and I'd like to see Billy Bean get his first world championship potentially because um, it's on un, it's uncommon to see. uh former major leaguer as the face of the franchise, but I do kind of have a feeling that Chicago might make a push here. And I think this game will go to five, five series. And I think Chicago could pull it out. So realistically here, I think any team can win in any series, except the Brewers. I don't think they have any shot at beating the Dodge at the Dodgers, but I can see any other team winning the series. And although I hate the White Sox, passionately hate the White Sox. I was going to go with them. I really was. You know, Jose Abreu is probably going to be AL MVP, 19 home runs this year, 60 RBI, like great pitcher. And Dallas Keuchel and Lucas Giolito, they got the pitching. They got the hitters. Luis Roberts, the rookie, great, great batter. However, I think playoff experience is really going to hurt the White Sox here, really going to hurt them. I think the A's, they're going to struggle a little bit. No Matt Chapman's out for the year, the starting third baseman. But Matt Olson is going to step up. Uh, Matt, I think his name is Matt Kenya. He's going to step up. I think Marcus Simeon's going to step up. I think this A's team has really played good this year. And the White Sox are 2-8 and eight in their last 10. They actually choked. They should have been the AL Central Division winner, but they choked. And I think it's gonna, that's going to hurt them going into the playoffs. I like the A's here in three games. And I'll come over. So I think a very interesting series here, an extremely interesting series between the three-seed Minnesota Twins versus the six-seed six seed Houston Astros. Adam, we'll start with you here. Who do you got coming out of the series? Well, I don't know how any of us can like Houston, um, not only because of their reputation, but because of how poorly they played this season. They played well enough to get into the playoffs, and they are a playoff team. And in recent years, they've been contenders. Um, we all know how that went. 
but they did finish under 500 this year with a 29 and 31 record. And I do like Minnesota a lot. They have also made the playoffs a lot lately and they've made the wild card, I think three times in the last four years or something like that, or two times within the last three years. Kenta Maeda, who came over in the off season, he's actually leading the MLB in whip with 0.75. Their pitching is fantastic. I think they have a really great manager who actually won manager of the year last year, Rocco Baudelli. Um, and have a really young team, and I think they'll take this series. So I have Minnesota in this series. You know, I, I see a lot of people on the internet, social media, pick the Astros in this series, and it's just, I get they have the experience, I get they have Zach Greinke, but how can you pick a team that was less than 500, you know? I just don't agree with that, and I think the Twins do win this series. You know, as you mentioned, Kenta Maeda, he's 6-1 and one with 2-7 ERA this year. He's been great. Even in the postseason with the Dodgers, he was 2-1 and one with a 3-3-1 ERA. Great postseason pitcher, too. And the Astros have struggled this year. Jose Altuve hasn't been a Jose Altuve. Even Zach Greinke has over a 4 ERA and has struggled in the postseason. He's 3-6 and six with a 4-2-1 ERA in the postseason in his career. You know, I think the Twins are just the better team in this matchup, and I like the Twins to move on in three games. Kostas? Um, well, like we were talking about with Houston, I don't know how anyone would like them as well. Um, but they are obviously, you know, they've won the World Series, whether they won it cheating or not. And uh, I mean, even though they don't have Justin Verlander, I mean, I don't you can't cut them out, man. They, they've won before. Um, but yeah, the Twins do look good. But yeah, I'm gonna have to go with the Twins on this. Yeah, one. you definitely can't count out the Astros, though. Like if the Astros win this series, I won't be like, oh, my God, what a shot. The Astros are still the Astros. They got all the players there. They got the pieces there. They have some good starting pitching. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Astros won. I think Jose Altuve will turn it up in the playoffs. But I like the Twins. The Twins have the better starting pitching. And they're hitting Nelson Cruz. has been a great at-bat in their lineup each and every week. Now let's go, Adam. Your favorite team, the New York Yankees, the five-seed, take on the four-seed Cleveland Indians. And I'm really excited for this game one matchup between Triple Crown winner Shane Bieber versus one of the best starting pitchers in the MLB and Garrett Cole. Adam, we'll start with you here. Bias aside, <laughs> who do you think? Bias aside, I am going to have to go with the Yankees. Um, this is my favorite series by far, also bias aside, um, so far in the playoffs. And I'll start with Cleveland. Shane Bieber, like you just mentioned, he's leading the MLB in ERA with a 163. He's also leading in strikeouts with 122 in just 60 games. It's not going to be easy. I think this is another series that goes to five games. I think if, you know, if the Yankees do pull it out, it's not going to be easy. Um, it's actually really funny that Cleveland is in the playoffs because, and that um, this whole bracket is kind of remodeled now that we have the opportunity to see 16 teams in the first round. Um, or, yeah, uh, 16 teams in the first round because I actually thought they were going towards a rebuilding um, kind of phase. Uh, I actually thought that Francisco Lindor would get dealt at the deadline, just like Mike Clevenger did to the Padres. But it's interesting to see that Cleveland's here, and I'm happy that they were able to secure up a fourth seed. Um, Brad Hand at the back of their bullpen. He's leading the league in saves with 16. But I am taking the keys in this series. Um, although they've had their struggles with injuries, and the injury bug has gotten them, and they're not as deep of a starting pitching team, if Garrett Cole can push this team, win a game, or maybe come in, to, uh, in from the bullpen, 
the bullpen can light it up with Araldis Chapman and Zach Britton and Adam Adovino. And I mean, aside from just the Yankees pitching, how do you not, you know, think talk about their hitting? They have one of the best lineups in baseball with Aaron Judge and Stanton if they're hot. And LeMayhew, uh, who just won the batting title, um, he's leading the league in average with 364. And I actually have Luke Voigt, first baseman on the Yankees, to win the MVP, who uh, led the league in home runs with 22. So if the hitting can light it up and if the pitching can stick it out, um, I think they can take this series against Cleveland. The real test will be against Tampa Bay. So we shall see once we get there, but I think the Yankees can pull out this series. No, it's, it's hard to go against the Yankees. It's just really difficult. You know, their lineup is just – no one wants to face that lineup. They really – John Carlos Stanton, Aaron Judge, Luke Voigt, who you mentioned, 22, 22 home runs this year. Uh, DJ LeMahieu, who is the first player in MLB history to win the batting title both in the NL and the AL. This lineup is just really good. And although you said their pitching is kind of eh, this year, they still got Garrett Cole. They got uh, – I don't know how to pronounce his first name, but they got Tanaka, who who hasn't been the best this year, but you look at his postseason ERA, one seven six ERA. They both have playoff experience. You know, Garrett Cole, what he did with the Astros last year, 4-1 with a one seven two ERA. So hard to go against these Yankees. Great overall team. And I think Shane Bieber, I feel bad for him because any other matchup, he would go through them like this. I think he actually struggles against the Yankees here in game one. Costa, what do you think? Uh, yeah, uh, the Yankees, I think, are – I mean, obviously, I know that your yeah. favorite team had them, but uh, they're also just, like, that team that you want. You know, everyone kind of wants them in a way. So this will end our 17th episode here today. Hope you guys are ready for the MLB postseason. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, at Sports underscore podcast, especially for details on our next episode. A special thank you to Adam for joining our show. Thank you, Adam, for coming on. It was a thank great pleasure. Check back next week where we focus on the NFL. We're flying in sports and we'll catch you 